Okay, so what do you what do you think is a good excuse for why there was uh, three weeks in between episodes? Two weeks. Two weeks? Well, three weeks since the last one. Two weekends in between, but three weeks since the last one. Yeah. I was thinking of saying uh, Yuna got really obsessed with NFTs and we couldn't uh, pay our mortgage anymore, <laughs> and so we've had to be we've had to rebuild our lives after the NFT addiction. Was it worth it? Did you get into good ones? No, I I don't understand uh, culture and art. I don't understand why people would pay that much. I'm not convinced anyone actually understands it, to be honest. Yeah, just uh, like a flex thing. But don't count on that to make you rich. Yeah, because it didn't, it didn't just, work for us. We had to sell our house. Yeah. We had to sell Mocha. Yeah. Or rent him out at least. Mocha has to work really hard to repay all the debt. <laughs> that was a very low energy intro. You sound, <laughs> you sound half sleepy over there. Yeah, I, I think it's my nap time. It's nap time? Yeah. Just to paint a picture, uh, I, I was uh, I was doing something else, and Yuna suggested, "Hey, we didn't record for a couple of weeks. Yeah, let's do a recording now." Yeah, and, and now she's yawning on me and falling asleep at the microphone. Exactly, because you're boring. Whoa! <laughs> no, that's a joke. <laughs> that's the high caliber of joke you can expect okay. on this podcast. Yeah, this is Matt. And this is Yuna. And this is Our Three Things, an irregularly scheduled <laughs> podcast about joyful things. Yeah. Where we share joyful things that have been happening to us for the past week or two weeks or three weeks. Or past periods. As it, as it may be. Yeah. Um, we did have joy, I think, the last few weeks. Yeah. We, we just didn't have as much energy. Yeah. <laughs> and, to do um, our side projects. Yeah. Yeah. And uh but but we have built up a lot of joy inside of our core self that we're yeah. ready to spew out yeah. onto all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's put on right. your put on your raincoats. Yeah. And get ready for that really disgusting analogy that I just <laughs> made. So I think this week after three weeks break, um, is your turn, Matt? What's your first thing that I gotta, makes you happy? I got to hit the ground running on this one. Yeah. That's a very lame pun for my first thing, mm-hmm. which is my consistency with my running. Um, I'm not going to beat this one to death, I think, because I know that uh, listening to someone talk about how much they're running is that's everyone's favorite Facebook friend. Um, Yuna's already yawning again. <laughs> So I'm not going to go into that so much, but I do want to toot my own horn just a little bit because um, it's, I mean, it is, it is like one of my main hobbies for like the last decade is yeah. doing endurance running. And I've, I'm not going to go, I won't go into this whole thing right now, but you know, I've done like a lot of, uh, even just saying it, I feel like a, like, like a, like a, brag about a, a bad it. word that I was about to say yeah. on our clean podcast. But yeah. I have done a lot of like, like distance races, like marathons and things like that in the past. Although it's been a while since I did a marathon actually, but um that's just like that's like a core part of like what i like to do i usually try to get out there on a in in good parts of like you know routine parts of my life four or five days a week and if i don't do it then i feel very like mentally sluggish and physically sluggish and fatigued and all that kind of stuff um so one of my joyful things right now is that i've actually kept up much better than i have actually in like even the last few years 
even like when we were stuck inside and I was using the treadmill. Yeah. Uh, I was able to get in five days a week in the mornings before work, mm. which is doesn't mean it's like hanging over you all day. Like you get it done and then like you're boosted for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I've actually kept that up for like a good like 10 to 12 weeks at least. Mm, that's um, pretty good. Consistent. And so yeah. Impressive uh, miles you have down. Like you've down 60 kilometers. Well, I wasn't. Wait. I was trying to avoid saying numbers. Avoid say it just, but if you say okay. it for me, yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, it's yeah, it's been like a minimum. It's quite impressive. Minimum like sixty k's a week yeah, or so. Yeah, including like you running on the treadmill, not going out. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, um, thanks I, to Terrence's house. Well, yeah, we talked about this before, but yeah, <laughs> the 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 Japanese reality TV show, uh, fantastic television program, Terrace House. Yeah, got me through those treadmill days. But we've been able, I've been able to go outside and do it um, every morning, and yeah, it's been great. It's it's warming up a bit here too. Mm, it's really um, warm. Yeah. So make sure to use sunscreen. I always use sunscreen. <laughs> slip slop slap as they say in yeah. uh in in australia uh but yeah um so that's 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 just my first thing is that i've been consistent with it mm-hmm. um i mean the one thing that i could say i've been consistent with running in the in the past like decade of me being involved in this in this sport is um i've consistently inconsistent so like i'll go like weeks at a time where i'm doing really good and then i'll like stop for two months out of nowhere and um like the last time that happened was when we moved actually yeah um, that threw me out of my rhythm but I feel like back into it, I have like a sustainable mm. way to approach it. And um, I'm not going to talk much about this now, but I do have a big uh, goal in mind for uh, for running um, mm. sometime next year. So, yeah, I'm just uh, glad to feel fit and healthy again. Yes. It's nice. Yeah. And, and that feels, uh, makes you feel happy, right? Exactly. Because you can keep on doing one thing for yeah. a very long time. And I think with that, I've uh, fulfilled my quota of... Um, annoying runner friend on Facebook person <laughs> who talks about their own uh, their own weekly running and um, I'm sure most people have tuned out of that if you if you haven't then uh, I'm gonna wrap it up here yeah sounds good <laughs> okay well Yuna <laughs> your first thing actually I think we kind of share this a bit but you uh, you were brave enough to put it on the list <laughs> <laughs> so you can discuss your first thing now. So <laughs> Matt would, would make fun of me, right? So I literally put my first thing that uh, brings me joy <laughs> is tax return. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and no, it's not tax return brings me joy. It's, it's the action of I finalized my tax return. I lodged the tax return. That action makes me happy. Yeah, and, and uh, that's actually part of the reason we are rest. I've been rest for like three weeks because I literally using one half weekend just to organize my tax return. Yeah, like really using them. Really like she was legit. That. You were legit. Like spending yeah. that time. And also, just for anyone confused who's not in Australia, um, Australia uses uh, mid-year as the fiscal year. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Australia like is used June each year that you have to lodge your. You have how many months? It's still July, 12 months. No, no. July, August, September, October. You have four months to lodge your tax return. Oh, from the, return. From the end of the yeah, fiscal year. Yeah, from the end of the fiscal yeah, yeah. year. So you have four months to lodge your tax return. And as, as you all know, tax return is boring, right? That's why everyone, a lot of people will find a tax accountant to do your tax for you, right? And that's why it took us until the last month of the deadline to do the tax well, return. Well, and the, the most annoying thing about your situation 
I'm not going to go into details about your your financial situation, but and you did you have told me in the past that you did actually try to like work with tax accountants. Yeah. But then you end up doing all the work anyway, like sourcing all the documents and all yeah. that all that stuff. Yeah. Um and so like you I think was it like was it like last year or was it this year or the first time you decided to this actually year, just this year. do it yourself? Cuz cuz what happens is uh when you work with tax accountant, right? I'm not sure if it's everyone's tax accountant is the same thing, but I think at least for me and my friends tax accountant is it's if you have any like documents for your like private house insurance, uh, your bank interest, just anything you want to claim off from the tax, like work-related expense, right? You pretty much not only need to download the documents as a backup, you don't need to send those to your accountant, but you have to fill in everything, little items in Excel, organize it, and then sent to your tax accountant and they will do the rest right yeah but but here's my question like just judging from what i've seen you do in my own experience filing australian taxes like what is the rest because it feels like i always wonder like what they're even being paid for sometimes honestly yeah that's that's what i'm wondering as well right because but 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 you know what the the i have to give credits to the ato they have Uh, australian taxation office yeah australian taxation office because uh, large tax return used to be really painful because they have used a very uh, like different old school system. That's many, many years ago, right? But I think in the last two, three years, they make it so simple and streamlined and pre-filled everything for you. All you need to do is to, to check and to see if you have the right information and additional investment, you have any shares or other stuff, right? Um, but just based on the past two, three years, I realized every time I prepare those documents, send to the accountant, and they send back to me, and I have to, before I sign a declaration form, right, to say, oh, I'm happy with what you prepared, and I double check what they have done. And a lot of time, I noticed there are small discrepancies and issues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I, I, I should just rather do it myself, because... I, I end up have to check all the work. All you need to do is just uh, to make sure everything I filled in is uh, following the rules and put that in their website or system, right? But since our expense over the past few years is pretty similar, so I know the rules and uh, the standards. So I think, okay, this year, I'm just gonna give, give myself a go to fill in myself. And it turns out to be so straightforward and easy and i don't know why i'm paying hundred dollars for them for you know yeah but i mean also <laughs> also i really have to say that and by the way for those like you know two people who are still here after we've talked about first one guy is running and now filing taxes i applaud <laughs> you for staying around here yeah but i have to i, I do want to say as well on this topic like um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a U.S. citizen as well as a permanent resident in Australia. Yeah. So I have to file. I still have to file, but I've also had a history of filing U.S. taxes um, and then Australian taxes since I've lived here. Uh, it's night and day in terms of like how easy it is to not only how easy it is to do yeah. with Australia. Yeah. Because like in U.S., there like you say that like Australia used to have like have an old system. That yeah. was like more cumbersome to use than like the current, like the my.gov.au oh my or whatever. Oh my God, you don't want to go back to the old system. But, but, it's such a dinosaur. But let me say that, that, that there's that dinosaur. 
still exists in U.S. now. No, there's no dinosaur in the U.S. There's no, to my knowledge, and maybe it's changed very recently, but there is, there's no system. There's no system? The system in U.S., if you, if you don't want to like go through an accountant or like one of, and there's, there, to be fair, there are, there's a lot of more robust like online options in the private sector just by, yeah. kind of by necessity. Yeah. Um, but like if you don't do either of those methods, then you're literally just doing it like by hand, like on paper. Really? And, like mailing it. Basically. Oh my god! It's so ridiculous. It's like your voting system. You have to do it in person. Okay. I don't, don't, don't get me started <laughs> down that road. I wanna, I wanna get the joy out. Okay. okay. Right now. The, the, yeah, you're gonna. That, that, that's a whole other thing. And the other thing I like about as well about filing taxes. Oh god, I sound like. <laughs> you love filing taxes. We, we sound so so boring right now. But I do really like this. When you file taxes in Australia, I think people in the U.S. might not know this. And there might be other countries that do this. I'm not yeah. totally sure. But when you do it in Australia, at least, you can actually see the full breakdown percentage-wise of where yeah. your taxes are going. Yeah, which and is it's pretty like, cool. It's like a, long, like a long list. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, we pay more taxes here, but I know what the, where they're actually going. Yeah, and they like go to education, infrastructure, health, like I know like, everything. You know, like 20% goes to like the Medicare system. Yeah. X percent goes to like public welfare. Yeah. And then there's like a whole bunch. I mean, I don't even know all of them. There's like a list of 20 things. Yeah. Um, and in the U.S., it basically just feels like you're dropping it into a hole, honestly. Yeah. Like, because I mean, I'm I'm sure it goes somewhere. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. But it's just not so transparent there. like Australia. Yeah, like you have no you idea what tell. the breakdown is, yeah. um, which obviously is the source of a lot of uh, yeah. social and political turmoil in the U.S. Yeah. So um, yeah. that at least is very nice in Australia. I will say that. Mm. So fun taxes are fun. No, it's it's fun. I'm no, I'm just very like uh, happy like I did myself and not wasting a couple hundred dollars to to find a third party to do that mm. and i'm just so grateful uh, the australian taxation office make their website so user-friendly and so easy to fill and for the matter of fact i help my friends parents do their tax return as well because mm-hmm. they made it so easy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> which is good so matt it's your turn now. What's your second thing that brings you joy? For my second thing, we are going over to the science corner. Put your science hat on. See, I still got the song. Very, very good. So um, I feel like actually most of our science corners have also been um, mocha, mocha or, or, or pet, <laughs> pet related in some way. So uh, this came about because I noticed, and this has actually really been going a while, but I really noticed it... Um, uh, uh, several weeks back when we switched our, um, when we went to the uh, daylight savings time. Yeah. So like for, for us going into like spring and summer now, yeah. that was our clocks going forward by an hour in Australia in the Southern hemisphere. And so we have, we, okay, let me, let me back up a second. We have Mocha on like a very kind of set routine. Yeah. Um, and now <laughs> he's mad because we're, uh, we weren't playing with him and we decided to record our episode now. So he's pouting from the other side of the room yeah. as I talk about him. But yeah, so like he's on a pretty set routine. So like I usually get up like, uh, you know, around the same time every morning. I let him out of his his sleeping pen around like 6.15-ish, like really like plus or minus like five Is minutes. Is that early? Huh? That early, 6.15. Yeah, most mornings. I mean, like, because when I get up and like, I want to like go outside and go for a run or something. I'll, okay. like, I'll get him up. He'll let him out with me, let him go outside to go potty and and give him his breakfast around the same time. And then like right at noon every day. He has this little like toothbrush treat thing that like he, he really likes to taste and it cleans his teeth. And then I always feed him at like 6.30 p.m. pretty much sharp. And then, um, and then yeah, so like he's, he's on a very set schedule. Yeah. I noticed when we switched daylight savings, so like our, our time went forward by an hour, 
he was actually like obviously because like a dog doesn't have any sense that sense of daylight savings time changing yeah. and all that but he does he seemed to like be in that pattern of like the exact time i do all these things uh-huh. so like he actually would go um so like what would it have been uh like for his his mid his noon treat his uh his uh d- dental stick thing yeah. which is normally noon he started like whining and like staring at me and like begging really hardcore like around uh like what would it what would it have been 11 11 really is that right wait hold on yes yeah, 11 11 yeah yeah so because like no that's not one wait no now, I, now i'm getting mixed up with daylight savings either <laughs> either an hour before or an hour after whichever one is more appropriate for this. i'll let i'll let the listeners do the an math hour on that. before because we lost one hour after daylight saving that's right yes brilliant yes <laughs> we lost an hour <laughs> so anyway back to the point yeah so like around 11 which is like an hour before on my according to my my clock which changed automatically when i would give him the treat and he started begging like an hour before i'm like dude like what are you doing you know yeah. we still have like an hour to go <laughs> he's very sad. he's he's he looks very sad that we're not we're not playing but we are talking about you <laughs> he's definitely pouting he's he's pouting very bad um so yeah i was like does he actually like understand like this exact time every day and how would he know that that this is when this thing normally happens right yeah and so i googled it a bit and apparently um i'm, I'm going to go off of this um this uh, old, kind of older article from the Mercury News. So it's mercurynews.com. And I think the Mercury News is like an old uh, newspaper for the, um, for actually Silicon Valley, like San Francisco Bay Area. Um, and it's like a, a question and answer, like write-in thing that someone did. So it's, uh, the, the article is written by this, this woman named Joan Morris, who at least at the time, this is back in, this is from 2017, I believe, August, yeah, 2017. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, so she's like a long-term journalist that like uh, deals a lot with like animals and pets and home life kind of things. Yeah. So uh, it's not a very long one. So I'm going to read a good bit of it because I think it's actually super interesting on this topic of uh-huh. like, can an animal like, especially like, especially like a dog or a cat, like a pet tell like what time stuff happens. So it's like a, a reader basically like writes in. So the reader asks, uh, dear Joan, for several years, we've been tossing about 12 tiny treats to our bichon uh, at 11.30 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. So he has something to look forward to. Yeah. If we forget, he will find us and give us the look. I think Mocha has the same. Yeah. This exactly very same, same look. look. Yeah. Just staring at you. Those puppy eyes and working. And we, we yeah. with the tails down. Oh, and his, oh, yeah, his tail will go so down if he begs. Very manipulative. <sighs> uh, so going on, we're stunned as it is usually within five minutes of the appointed time. Is it possible for a dog to tell time so accurately? It happens so often it can't be accidental. Yeah. Um, and that question was written in at that time by Dick and Gail Warrington from the Bay Area. So Dick and Gail, if you're listening, shout out. Uh, okay, so Joan replies, there is no scientific evidence that dogs can tell time, but that might only be because researchers have only gotten recently around to exploring that. Uh, and she goes on to talk about um, some interesting things about memory. So uh, this is a further quoting from the article. In studying cognitive memory in other animals, scientists look at two aspects of long-term memory, implicit and declarative memory. So in humans, implicit memory is basically something, it's like uh, like muscle memory. So once we like learn how to ride a bike or tie our shoes, you just remember that yeah. and you know how to do it without thinking about it. Yeah. Um, declarative memory is made up of personal experiences and information that shape our lives and teach us things. So for example, for humans, if you go to the grocery store on like the day before Thanksgiving, for example, and you remember you had to stand in the checkout line for an hour to buy your food, uh, that's something that you'll remember and learn from that. So that's like another like, like kind of like an episode that happens. Yeah. 
So one of the tests researchers have focused on in non-domesticated animals um, is episodic memory, which is described as memory time traveling or being able to go back into memories for direction on how to respond in the present. Yeah. So they give an example uh, that, that in this research that she's referencing. They gave uh, some chimpanzees uh, two jars which dif- with uh, different treats in it. Um, mm. One treat could last for days, but the other was something that needed to be eaten within minutes or it would disappear. Yeah. So the chimps were given the choice of jars to open first. So they basically, the chimps, through experimentation with the jars they gave them, um, they used episodic memory that realized that the one, the treat that didn't last very long had to be eaten first or they wouldn't get it, basically. And so, like, over time, I think what the, the long and short here is that the chimps learned that they need to eat the short-lasting one first based off of their experience. Okay. So that's saying that they have some kind of, like, episodic-based memory like a human would. Right. So let's go on to say, in the absence of scientific evidence, because there hasn't been much uh, specific research on this, researchers have some theories about how our dogs seem to know when we'll come home at a certain time, yeah. when, when they are due treats, or when it's time to go for a walk. The walk one is funny because we've been very inconsistent with our walking times for Mocha. Yeah. Sometimes it's like two a day, then sometimes if we're really busy, we might not have time to do yeah. one one day. Um, but lately, I've actually been trying to make an effort to go for a walk with him like during the week as uh-huh. like both like a personal kind of like break from work while I'm still working at home. Um, but also just so like he has some structure as well. Yeah. And I've, I've been doing like around like the same like mid morning time every every day during the week. And he's actually started coming up to me um, now begging for that. Like in addition to his midday uh, that's he? Uh, dental okay. stick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of created another monster there. Yeah. Um, what, what happens if you just ignore him? He just stares. He just keeps staring at me. He'll like, cause I'll like sit in my, 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 my chair, my computer chair. And he'll like jump up and put his hands on there. <laughs> and I think like maybe he wants to like sit in my lap cause he does that sometimes. Uh-huh. But then I ask him to, and he just like gets back down and just sort of just stares at me with his big eyes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes a little bit of whining, um, okay. very soft. Like he has a, like a begging whine. Yeah. It's different from his other whining. <laughs> There's not a whole lot here. So I'll just finish what the article says. Uh, it might be a case of a dog's uh, circadian rhythm, which tells him when it's time to eat and sleep. So if you're giving treats and meals at the same time every day, then your dog's body could actually be like physiologically telling them that they're hungry, um, which might also explain why, well, like I talked about, when we go off of daylight savings time, the dog might expect to be fed at 4 p.m. instead of 5 p.m. So it's actually like a physiological thing. Like they get, you can like alter their, their physical rhythm saying like, if you make them go to sleep at a certain time or eat at a certain time, mm. their body will actually send them signals at those times every day if you make it like a habitual thing. Is um, it easy to break those habits? I think the only way to break it is just kind of consistency in the other direction. So like you don't do it for enough times and okay. then it kind of breaks it. Yeah. This last one is really interesting though. I've never really thought about this. So some researchers suggest uh, dogs might be able to smell time. Smell time. Uh, so when you leave your house, you leave behind your scent, which fades with the passing of hours. Dogs, okay. and we've talked about dogs' noses before in our, mm. in our female yeah. episode a while back. Um, so when they have these amazing noses, they might be able to detect when the scent has reached a certain level yeah. that matches the time when their owners normally come home. By the same theory, dogs might be able to detect the fading scent of the treats and know that the next ones are due any minute. Um, it's a fascinating subject, and I look forward to seeing what researchers discover. So all that to say, Mocha is not only very manipulative, but he's also <laughs> like on a schedule physiologically. Yeah. That I probably created yeah. <laughs> by, because I was trying to make a schedule for myself. Yeah. So um, you created the monster. So I kind of create the monster. Mocha brought half the monster and then I put the other half of the monster yeah. in there. Yeah. Sort of like a, like a Mocha Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, That's what you did. Yeah. 
So I don't know. That just makes me joyful because it's it's cool to like learn a bit more about how dogs work and how pets work and and all that. Yeah. Um, and uh, even though he's not happy with us right this second, uh, he will be happy uh, later when it's later, uh, his, when his, his uh, dinner, time. dinner time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that is my second thing. Hey you, yeah you, the person consuming our joy. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. One hope we have with our three things is to spread little bits of joy to everyone who listens, and not just from us. If you have something joyful in your life that you'd like to share, we'd love to highlight it on the show. You can send it to us at our3things.com slash contact, or email us directly at our3things.podcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying our happy ramblings, we'd really appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a minute, and hearing the feedback means the world to us, and helps spread the joy to even more people. All right, now. Back to the things. Uh, Yuna, what is your second thing? So my second thing also it's part of the reason why um, we have this three weeks break. Or at least one of our many excuses. Yeah. <laughs> so my second thing is the uh, Freedom Weekend. So for those of you who doesn't know, New South Wales come out from lockdown on around 11th of October, which is like a Monday, Tuesday, I can't remember. And uh, the, the last weekend and this weekend, it's actually the first weekend we can finally travel out of your LGA or five kilometers from your home. It's great. And that's also the time you can see your uh, family and have visitors in your home. If yeah, you're fully vaccinated, yes, that's the caveat. That's the caveat. Caveat. And, yeah. and both Matt and I have been fully vaccinated, same as our family and friends. So that's why I listed this is something brings me joy to be able to finally see family, friends, and travel outside of our, our like local area. That makes me happy. Yeah. So so what did what have we done with those those times so far? So so we packed our weekend as soon as the the lockdown's finished. Yeah. Um on, on the first like last weekend we we traveled all the way to Piermont. That's a, a Darling Harbor. That's a, a Sydney CBD area and we found this amazing bakery which has 4.4 ratings on Google for its fresh made sourdough and some savory and sweet pastry and they have this great butter as well now so, now you know i have to know do you do you like pastries i forget yeah it, it's been a while since we've talked about this we, we i okay. love uh, food <laughs> <laughs> this is this is brand new information for our show <laughs> so i'm a foodie so we we found this uh amazing this is actually our backup because the one i wanted to go before they don't open on sunday yeah but plot twist our backup we ended up actually enjoying a bit more i, think, I know i enjoy our, this backup more it's uh this sourdough is great and i kind of forget the name of the pastry already but it's really popular obviously because they have a queue <laughs> when we get there and they only open until 11 every day and they made the uh, sourdough and pastry fresh every yeah. day. Uh, so we and home- homemade butter as well. So good. It's not homemade butter. That's a gourmet butter from a specific brand, which I want to buy, but they charge 
sixteen dollars for for delivery. So I'm very happy you bought the butter from there. It's not from that shop. I thought it was. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Let you put me on on butter blast over here. I know. <laughs> Sorry. So, and then you know what's funny for that weekend? Things we we have been locked down for so long, right? So we forgot to bring our picnic tool. So the only thing we brought <laughs> is、uh, a picnic blanket. I did bring our picnic blanket. Yeah, but then we realized the shop they won't pre-slice our sourdough. They refuse to pre-slice <laughs> our refuse sourdough. To. So I have to improvise, right? It happens to be there's a coast around that yeah, Pima area. So, Coles is just like a like a grocery chain. Grocery yeah, chain, yeah. yeah. So I went to buy a, a knife for butter and cutting the bread, as well as some picnic plates uh, and uh, napkins. Yeah, th- this was interesting to me because like I I didn't actually know you were going to buy like like napkins and and the tray and everything. I thought we we just needed a knife. A knife,、basically. yeah, yeah. So, so out practice. So the, obviously the per, the. To me, because I was I was waiting outside because we had we also brought Mocha to there <laughs>、yeah. with us to go like have a nice little picnic and walk him around,、um, which is which was fun. So I was waiting outside. Well, and this was a Sunday morning, <laughs> right after like all everything opened up again, and all I knew was like Yuna was going to go into this into this grocery chain on a like nice sunny Sunday Sunday morning, just to buy a sharp knife. <laughs> And all I could think is like, what anyone who would actually like be looking at what she's doing, like someone was probably tailing her inside the store secretly to be like, okay, if that if that if that's all she's getting, I need to call the cops. <laughs> like, we gotta we gotta. I did get ID checked. When, when the, oh really? I didn't no, know that. yeah, yeah, because because when you buy a knife,、uh, the you can't just buy a knife. The the store.、Uh, manager has to come here to see why you buy a knife. I didn't know that.、I'd, you have、really? to be above sixteen. Yeah. I feel like we bought a knife. Like at IKEA or something, and that didn't happen. No, I didn't. That's a gift. Oh, maybe that's why.、Hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't buy one. I guess all of our other knives are ones I already had when I moved. Actually. Yeah. That's a good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.、Oh. So they do. They do the check because once you scan a knife, the 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 lights start to beeping, and the the <laughs> store shop shopper will come to see. Oh, what did you buy? We bought a knife, and why you bought a knife? Blah blah blah. But when then when they saw all the picnic stuff, they understand what's happening. Well, it's a good thing that you didn't just buy the knife then, because then、yeah. you have to say, well, I I I need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be very difficult. <laughs> yeah, but so that's that's that's、uh, the improvised trip. We went to buy that. We got everything we need, and then we end up to find a very nice little quiet area under the shade, which you can see Harbour Bridge and beautiful Darling Harbour. So、mm-hmm. we we had our picnic there. Mokai is very happy, and all the sourdough and the pastry are very tasty. It was nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. So that's the first weekend we did. And then、oh, we're we're gonna go in like a full play by play of both weekends. Yeah. Okay. We, no, because that's that's actually our first freedom to come out from home. Oh, and we went to the dog park too. You went to the dog park.、Yeah. Mok had fun with his fur friend, and then we went to visit uh, uh, my parents after we haven't seen them for three months. So we had the first family made meal, which is great. And in coming full circle back to episode one. Uh, the because、uh, I think we talked about this very briefly when I talked about our bidet. Oh yeah, yeah. oh our yeah, lovely <laughs> bidet, which was originally your parents. That was the wrong size, and so like they gave it to us. Yeah. After all this time, they they reordered one for like that was a like couple fit months their, ago. <laughs> fit their toilet, like yeah, before like, lockdown. Before lockdown started, yeah. Basically, and then finally now that we can go and see them again because they're in a different building, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the, before we weren't allowed to. 
um, I was able to help install it for them. I know. So we finally come, this is like a, like a narrative arc. <laughs> I know. Over the last, uh, like what, 18, 20 weeks, something like that. Yeah. 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 So that was nice. So that was nice. It's a, it's a nice ending for our first uh, Freedom Weekend. There you go. Yeah. So for this weekend, we just continue our tradition. So we traveled to uh, Sydney Harbor. We went to our first option, pastry. Mm-hmm. The one that we tried to go last we week, tried but to it go was last closed. Weekend, but turns out the salad is not as great as our back with, with this uh, accident one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it was still good. Still but nice still day. good. But still good. Like I was so happy to go like this weekend to go to uh, Sakaki, right? To see the Harbour Bridge, Opera House, like a tourist. But if you haven't um, been to like Sydney Harbour uh, lately, Make sure you go there in the morning. It's just so quiet, and that's the first time. I feel like that's a that's a very specific message to people who live here. For those who don't live here, sorry, you can't come in yet. I don't think, right? Not for a while. Yeah, for for those you live here, um, enjoy your city. I was just so amazed, like so quiet, and the scenery is good, and it's just so pleasant because the memory I used to remember for uh, Saklaki, it's packed. Yeah. And now it's so quiet. The, the, the subtext here, while well, Yuna is saying how lovely and beautiful and nice it was, what she's really saying is the, the, the dot, dot, dot is left unsaid is that the, it's because there are no tourists. No, I didn't say that. Well, I'm thinking I'm, I'm just saying. I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm saying it for you. Go there in the morning before people wake up and then you'll be enjoying the whole sakaki by I'll, I'll, I'll happily say it that <laughs> i much prefer doing those touristy kind of things when there's no international tourists allowed to come <laughs> i welcome everyone to come to australia from around the world wherever you may be listening when you're able to but it is nice uh, for the locals to just yeah, have it as their and spot and for a when bit we, when we go to the picnic area again it's very less people and we have beautiful picnic grass area in a botanic garden it's just so lovely make sure you don't bring your pet because you don't want to damage those well also they're not, they're not allowed i know that's a message sorry <laughs> look <Mocha>. after our garden <laughs> yeah so that's that's my um happy weekend visit to see the city as well to see the family and friends What about you, Matt? What's your last joyful thing? So my last joyful thing is just something small. Um, it's a new show. Well, not new. A An old show that was just added to uh, Netflix. Uh, I think just actually in the last couple days. And this is slightly going to the nerd corner a little bit. But it's, uh, it's an old uh, uh, anime, like a Japanese anime that I uh, watched when I was a kid called uh, Cowboy Bebop. Is that the one you, 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 you discovered that with Lars? Yes. So yeah, we were we were uh, visiting um, uh, well our friend and your cousin, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, and noticed on his Netflix queue when we were just scrolling through whatever to, something to watch when we were over, that yeah this show was added. Um, and for those a lot of people might not know what this show is. If you're into like if you watch like any anime like at all, and I'm not really like an anime person honestly. I've only watched a couple series, uh, but and a lot of them were like from what I remember like watching as a kid when they had it on like this this uh, this cartoon channel called cartoon network um in uh in the u.s yeah. and they would sometimes put like they would put some like anime like dragon ball z or like naruto or all of those and this is one of them that was on that one time i remember as a kid it's a very short show it's only i think it's only 18 or 19 episodes which is much different from some anime that's really popular it yeah. goes like hundreds of episodes um 
and yeah, so they, and I, I actually had a subscription to Crunchyroll, which is like an anime streaming service uh, for a while. Um, like specifically to like, like watch some of those old shows that I like I was on when I was a kid. And weirdly, I think that one was actually like, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Uh, you because wasn't of, allowed to watch no, it? No, no. Well, because of it was like region locked. Like there are still oh, some shows, oh, okay. even on, like, you know, like on Netflix, you can't like, depending on what country you're in, sometimes right. you're limited what you can watch. Okay. And this show was just like, I don't think it was on there for Australia. Yeah. Um, but they just added it to Netflix and I haven't rewatched it yet, but I'm probably going to in the next like couple of weeks, just like casually, like trying to, cause it's, it's, it's a really good one actually. It's mm. not, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm not a big anime person. A lot of the anime that I've tried to watch has really turned me off because, um, it just, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons, but like um, mainly it's just like, they take forever to, for stuff to happen. Oh, really? Like, I don't know. Like, it takes, like, like some of, like, the pacing of anime shows compared to, like, I guess, like, other TV shows, like, Western shows. Mm. Um, and not even just Western, but also, like, other, like, like real dramas, like, like even if it's Korean dramas or something. Mm. The pacing is just, like, really strange. Like, it just takes a long time for stuff to happen. Like, I tried to watch, like, One Piece for a while, mm. which, you know, is, like, 900 or 1,000 episodes or whatever it is. It's, like, one of those, it's, like, one of the craziest long shows. Yeah. And it would take, like, four episodes for, like, uh, like a battle to happen between two people. They just like draw it out way too much. And I guess Dragon Ball Z is also guilty of this. Um, Maybe you watch different anime than me. I watch the uh, Detective Conan. It's like one episode has one story. But that one's more like, is that like more like a kid's show though? Like specifically geared towards kids? No. Or does it have like more mature themes? I don't know. I never actually watched that Both. one. Both. Okay. I can still watch it now. Okay. I'm Maybe. not kidding I never anymore. actually watched, because I don't think that one aired in the US either actually. I'm not sure. Maybe I can mm. try to watch that one. Yeah. But anyway, uh, going back to this show, to Cowboy Bebop, it's uh, it's much more self-contained. It's like a more like mature story. Yeah. Like it's not like it's. I wouldn't call it a kids show by any means. It's like it's it's not just like a. It's not like a lot of anime. You just like it's like about people who go out, go on adventures, fight the bad guys, and then they're done. Like it's like a yeah. they just conquer whatever. Um, this one is a much more fun. I remember because again, it's been a long time since I've watched it. I just <laughs> know that I loved it. Yeah. It's much more like like real characters like more two-dimensional character yeah. with like a lot of flaws and stuff and it's not just straight up you know go beat up the bad guys kind of thing mm-hmm. um and it's again it's short and uh, it's got a really good soundtrack as well like the opening i remember still remember like the opening theme it's like this like kind of like jazzy um yeah music that's pretty nice so anyway gonna watch that that's a joyful thing um i was considering making this kind of sub thing as my as my other third thing which is that apparently the reason that it's on Netflix, I didn't know this until I was actually looking up more about this, is that um, Netflix is making a uh, live action version, like adaptation of this t- of this. Anime. Oh, really? So they're putting the old show up, I guess, um, which is like back and forth. Oh, from, to, like, to attract the audience for their new show they're going to I, produce? I guess so. I, I don't know. Like, honestly, the, of the, the live action like anime shows that I'm aware of, which I, mm. to be fair, I haven't really watched that many, but I just like know from like reading about them, mm. they're pretty much all like garbage. Like they're like not even close to like the quality of the yeah. cartoon version. Mm-hmm. So like, I know they tried to make, they tried to do it with Dragon Ball Z. They tried to do it with um, like Avatar, The Last Airbender. They made like a live action movie, which was like awful, even though the original show is supposed to be really good. Um, they did it with this, uh, this really good anime, uh, show called ghost in the shell. They made like a live action version of that, which was just like whitewashed and crap apparently. Um, so I don't know, like I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm particularly excited about watching a a live action, another try at a live action version of 
uh, you know, uh, a very classic cartoon show. So, but I'll probably, I'll probably like give it a try when it comes out sometime in November. But, um, anyway, yeah, like my joyful thing is definitely the old show being put up. Whatever the reasons for that are on Netflix's side, I'm just glad to watch that and That's kind of good. revisit something that yeah. I enjoyed as a kid. So make sure you watch it before it's gone. That's a good point. Yeah, you know what? I was I was trying to watch the uh, the Korean show uh, Reply 1988. They oh, did, they, they took that down. Yeah, they took the whole series was, off. Oh, I was actually meaning to watch that too. I know, oh. <laughs> too late. So I just say make sure for some show you want to watch, don't wait for too long before it's gone. That's depressing. Yeah, and, mm, okay. and then I'm trying to find other stream platform and couldn't find it. Really? Mm. Okay. But I know where to watch it, so that's okay. We won't discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> on air, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's my third thing. Yeah. Okay, Yuna, so your third thing, I feel like there's like a, um, your three things have like a storyline this week. I know. So this is the, the culmination <laughs> of your of your freedom, things. My freedom... Uh, your, fr- your freedom. Weekend. Yeah. Okay, so what's your third Karen thing? Says. So my third thing, it's also something we can only do after the freedom day. <laughs> so we, we finally uh, meet Elise. So Elise is uh, my cousin's newborn daughter, mm. which is just uh, under 100 days, probably three months. Yeah. We were meant to meet her before lockdown but because of lockdown in for three months we haven't seen her so but last week no this weekend finally we can see her in person yeah and she's so cute it's lovely and well it, we we said this about uh, uh august as about well. your your friend rachel's baby rachel's august baby august i think uh seeing a baby around like after the three month mark is actually for the visitor it's probably a positive because <laughs> yeah. they're uh they're uh, a little, you know, like before that, they're not, they're just like not much of anything. I don't know. Uh, they're just like a little, like a little crying ball. I mean, they're cute. <laughs> they're don't get cute. me wrong. They're cute. It's like, so that makes me want to see my um, friend's baby August well, but he's in the US. So that's kind of difficult. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So what I would say is it's so good to see you, little Elise. You're so cute and you're such a good baby you don't cry much and uh it's a fun to hang out with you and you make me happy she did leave a mark on me though i don't know if you (laughs) so okay (laughs) obviously we went to go see and like you know you everyone wants to like like likes to hold babies to hold the babies well actually i don't know do you do you actually do you like to hold someone else's baby like that i'm I'm scared but it's it's it's, if they they, they don't cry that means it's, it's fun See, it, it makes me super nervous whenever when I like. Are you doing someone, well? Yeah, well, that's what usually people, someone will say that afterwards. I think it's just to make me feel better because I'm clearly anxious when uh, someone. Oh, you're better than me. No, you did fine. Yeah, I get used to it towards the end. But like, so, so when Yuna held her first, not not for, I mean, what, uh, between the two of us, Yuna <laughs> held her yeah. first, um, and then she uh, then she handed over to me. Yeah. And I always worry about like letting, cause like babies have such heavy little heads and not, I guess not strong enough necks to hold it up. Yeah. Um, and so I always wor- like worry like, oh, are you propping up the head enough or whatever? And I was like, I, was, like, I think she was doing okay. And the, she wasn't crying. Um, but then within about 10 seconds of putting her <laughs> in my arms, um, she let out a little, a little bit of, uh, what's, the, what's the nice word for this? Puke. 
Okay, that works. A little, a little <laughs> bit of puke, vomit, spew, whatever your favorite word of this, spit up, um, right on me, which I guess is a compliment. I don't know. Um, yeah, that means it makes her feel comfortable. Is that what comfort is? Yeah, so she can just do whatever she likes. She also farted at least three times when I was playing. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, if you like wiggle a baby's feet just the right way and then like bend them slightly, I feel like I'm describing some some like like acrobat <laughs> act right now. But like if you just like mess with their legs, um, then yeah, they they like toot a little bit. Yeah, which is and lovely. they have the the curious eyes to to watch anything. Oh, you, you know what we that realized? Doesn't look different. That, that 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 looks different. Well, okay, you're dancing around it. I'll go ahead and say it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm the first white person she's seen. So close, so close, and holding her. Yeah, because her eyes were like so big and like just fixated. Like, what is this? Yeah. What What is this? <laughs> these These like what these creation light colored eyes. Why 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 it looks different from my parents? Pale spotted skin. <laughs> I know, and and even uh even the parents I think were mentioning like even like the doctors in the hospital, none of them were white. I don't think like they were they were like uh, all Asian yeah. backgrounds. And so I'm probably like the first actual white person she's seen in person, which I take some pride in that actually. <laughs> like I can set the standard, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Although yeah. that, I guess like, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. It's finally good to see her. Yeah, that was I fun. Can't, I can't wait for her to uh, be able to start uh, crawling and, and interact with Mocha. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, we, did, we didn't bring Mocha just because. I, we actually don't handful. know. Well, he's a handful for us, but I also don't know like how well he would react to something that's that small. Yeah, and fragile, you know. Yeah, he's okay with like nervous like puppies that are smaller with him. So maybe he would be similar for a baby. I don't know actually. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we'll 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 know eventually. Now that maybe now that we've seen her once, maybe next time we can try. Yeah, we to can bring try. him and just yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my last thing that uh, brings me joy, and also linked to part of the freedom we can enjoy now beautiful yeah so that's our three things for this week we have like i said spewed our joy yeah. all over you just like baby elise spewed all over me <laughs> and my arm and my shirt <laughs> so please use the complimentary wash buckets on your way out of the theater yeah. and i hope you enjoyed listening we will try to get back to consistent schedule again yeah hopefully, hopefully uh we this will become a regular joy update yeah maybe just a bit i don't know because we, we we got in such a nice rhythm like during the lockdown which kept lasting and lasting uh. we couldn't really do anything else on the weekend yeah <laughs> um but it is it is still nice to find that like to make the time to discuss joyful it's things nice to chat again right it's good to chat again. I feel like I haven't <laughs> chatted to you in three weeks. Exactly. We just passed each other in the in the hallway of our of our apartment, just like heads down, eyes averted. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's nice to like you you have a like some time set aside and just mainly focus on things that makes you happy. Mm. You know, it's without nice. like any phone distracting us. Yeah, or, exactly. Or without like you checking on your phone or TV in the background mm. or more kind of annoying us, just focus on now. Well, I wouldn't, the last one maybe still happens. I do want to say um, in the last 10 minutes, Mocha has moved from his bed <laughs> across the room. Now he's like sitting right under our chairs. His back is still to us. Yes. So he's sending a message. Yeah. A clear message. He's but he's, he's closer to us. Why guys done? Yeah. Come to pet me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for this week, Yuna. Yeah. Um, unless you have any parting words of wisdom. No, just... Uh, 
watch this sport for a regular update. Yeah. <laughs> and be happy. Be joyful. Yeah. Smile every once in a while. Yeah. Come on. And use sunscreen. Yes. Don't forget use to put sunscreen, on sunscreen. Especially in Australia. It's hot now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I don't care where you are. Use sunscreen anywhere. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be my new sign-off now. Yeah. Put on sunscreen. <laughs> That's a good sign-off. All right. So, put on sunscreen. Yeah. And also... Remember, our fourth thing is, is you. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>